0: <laughs> Kieran, why has Julian Assange decided to seek asylum in Ecuador? Uh for a number of reasons. Um obviously has no faith in any of the
1: legal processes going on, whether it be in Britain or Sweden or the United States. Um so his options are quite limited, so he's entered the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Ecuador has a history with WikiLeaks. Um they're a recipient of leaks of US cables from Quito to DC. A few days after uh, looking those over, the, amb- the ambassador to Ecuador was expelled to the United States. Um, also, over the last 10 years, the United States has been distracted with its wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, before that, their main agenda was to topple these left- left-leaning or reformist governments in South America. This allowed governments such as President Correa's of Ecuador and uh, Chavez in Venezuela um, to survive this period and also the Bolivian President Morales. So, you you know, you, you cast your mind back to the 60s and 70s. These countries, and also Chile and Brazil, were run by military dictatorships that were client states to the United States. It's also an interesting connection that the woman uh, prosecuting Julian Assange in Britain is Claire Montgomery, and she defended General Pinochet from a Spanish acquisition request uh, some years earlier. That request was made on the basis uh, by a Spanish magistrate, Uh, because Spanish citizens had been tortured and killed as Pinochet came to power and while he was in power. Unlike Assange, extradition request was refused. Uh, These issues are recognised by a growing number of Chileans and Ecuadorians, Bolivians, Venezuelans and Latin Americans who live in London, and they've joined with the London Catholic Worker and Veterans for Peace in staging this ongoing vigil.
0: What do you think about the way the Gillard government has handled the Assange matter? Foreign Minister Bob Carr has said Mr. Assange's argument was with one government, the Swedish government, who want to question about sexual assault allegations. As he told ABC televisions, it's not about WikiLeaks, it's not about secrets, it's not about political persecution. Well, there's an old saying the Quakers adopted that the first
1: uh, casualty of war is the truth. And this is just another lie in the long range of lies. Remember the lies that this war in Iraq, for example, was one against weapons of mass destruction, yet they found no weapons of mass destruction over 10 years. And the only weapon of mass destruction during that period were the genocidal sanctions that and government imposed on that country. The lie that it was a war against terrorism, and Iraq went from having very little terrorism to now being a major hub of terrorism. So these lies are endless. They're told about the people who are going to kill they're also told about people who seriously opposed the war, like Julian Assange. Um, the relationship with the United States and Australia. The Australian Defence Forces, as they're called now, uh, used to be called the Australian Imperial Forces up to about the 1930s. And that was a more accurate description of them. They've been involved in about 11 wars, and only the one against the Japanese and the Pacific could be described as defensive. The ongoing war against Aboriginal people, the deployment of Sudan, the deployment to South Africa in the Boer War, World War One in Europe and North Africa, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan. The Australian governments find their security not in building peace and justice in our society, but in servicing imperialism, whether it be American, British, or maybe Chinese next. The best description I recall of being that of that relationship was at the opening of uh, the, the consul in Brisbane reopened under Ronald Reagan. And the bureaucrat said, Australia has always had a special relationship with the United States. I believe it was Steve Penrose who piped up and yelled out, yeah, faking orgasm while being raped. That's pretty accurate.
0: Bob Carr also said, Throughout this we've given him, meaning Assange, the sort of consular support that flows to any Australian in trouble in a foreign jurisdiction. As an anti-war activist who was imprisoned in the US, What was your own experience of the support you got from Australian governments?
1: Well, this is a very interesting statement by Carr and by Gillard that I've heard on the media. It's actually, one, it's a dog whistle, which is a silent whistle to say that Assange is implicitly elitist. He expects more than any other Australian in his situation. Now, myself and David Hicks have both been Julian's situation, and the treatment we got from the Department of Foreign Affairs and the Australian government was shite. He's accurate. Julian's getting shite treatment that's what you get when you're in trouble for political reasons with the united states if you're in trouble with the thai government or the indonesian government for drugs it might be a better quality but when i was uh facing a trial for disarming a b-52 bomber in new york on the eve of the first gulf war i never heard from the australian government before my trial i never heard from the australian government before my sentencing and uh as a hundred of my support and the support of the other three people I was involved with was evicted from the courtroom. The FBI ushered in back in these guys in suits. And I asked the court official, who are these people? And he replied, they are the Australian Embassy, implying that they were there to protect my rights. They never introduced themselves to me. They never asked my name, asked me a question. They just hung out with the FBI and the Air Force Special Branch with one intention, and that was to put me in prison as quickly and effectively as possible. And that's what they're doing with Julian Assange. And the David Hicks case they actually served served up David to be tortured. Um, that's the role of the Department of Foreign Affairs when it comes to Australian citizens. And it's even interesting to look at the Peter Tatchell case. Born in Sydney, leaves at 20, and they won't let him back into Australia He's regarded as a national treasure in England, as a human rights and as a gay activist. So all these cases are worth looking at.